This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, a new report has been released. Drug use among seniors in Canada, and it's been put out by the Canadian Institute for Health Information with some interesting findings when it comes specifically to adverse drug reactions. Dr. James Silvius is joining us on the line, Associate Professor in the Department of Medicine, Division of Geriatric Medicine at the University of Calgary. Dr. Silvius, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. What have we found? Uh, as a, uh, looking at this report, I suppose one of the, the good things is that it didn't, the, the number of drugs being prescribed to seniors didn't change a lot in the five years, 2011 to 2016, but it does shed some light to when it comes to adverse drug reactions. Yes, that's correct. So the number of drugs that are actually prescribed has been stable at around seven. And we're talking about seniors, of course, uh, between 2011 and 2016. The uh, report really is giving us information about how drugs are being used and where we may want to target some efforts to look at how we better use drugs across um, the country. So if you want to talk specifically about adverse drug reactions, um, we know that there are um, higher risks for seniors as they take drugs depending on the number of drugs. That was one of the key findings in the report, for example, so that if you take between one and four drugs, your risk of being hospitalized for an adverse drug reaction is fairly low, but if you take between 10 and 14, it's more than five times likely that you're going to have an adverse drug reaction leading to hospitalization. So numbers of drugs is one component. A second component is whether or not you're male or female. Women tend to handle drugs a little bit differently as they get older, and their risks of having um, adverse drug reactions tend to be a little bit higher. And probably the most important finding is the one that looks at the adverse drug reactions related to potentially inappropriate medications. So the report spends a fair amount of time looking at what is called the Beers List drugs. A man by the name of Mark Beers developed this list uh, a number of years ago. It's been updated uh, frequently. Uh, the most recent update was in 2015. And when we look at those the drugs on those lists, those are really drugs that are identified as being more likely to cause uh, problems or be risky when they're used in older people, and that's why we use the list. So when you look at, um, at the numbers in 2016, we see that nearly half of seniors, so 49.4%, had at least one claim for a drug on the beers list. 18% had claims for multiple drugs on the beers list, and 8% were chronic users of two or more different drugs on, these, on the beers list. That increases the risk for an adverse drug reaction because these drugs inherently are rather more risky as people get older. Hmm. And so does it show that we, we need to maybe pay more attention to how many drugs seniors are on, or uh, is there a way to perhaps reduce the number of adverse drug reactions? So I think the answer is, is exactly what you said. We need to pay attention to the numbers of drugs and drug classes, so different drug types, I should say, that, that seniors are taking. One of the things that we have focused on in the Canadian Deprescribing Network, which is uh, one of the groups that I work with, is looking at the appropriateness of the drugs that people take because drugs that may have been appropriate 20 years ago may not continue to be appropriate as people's health um, changes and as their bodies change. And so it really points to the fact that we need to be continually thinking about whether or not the drug that somebody's on and has been on is the right drug for them, continues to be the right drug for them, um, and is still doing what we want it to do with a minimal amount of risk as people get older. So that's one of the, the key components in that one.
Hmm. It also I found it interesting that it that it looked at the difference between urban settings and more rural settings as far as drug use and the and the adverse reactions. Yeah, and you know, I'm not sure we can explain the findings um, particularly well. I think that there are certain classes of drugs that tend to be a little bit more used in certain settings, such as rural settings or such as in long-term care, because the drug, the uh, report rather, also looked at use in long-term care. I think some of that may reflect population. So in long-term care, there may be uh, quite a bit sicker people who need different types of drugs and different numbers of drugs. In rural populations, there may be um, differences in health risk because of where people live, or it may simply be practice patterns, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, what do you take? What is your main takeaway then from this report and looking at the findings? So as I look at the report, the thing that, that strikes me most is that we seem to be making some headway in terms of um, our the work that we're trying to do on reducing the um, risk of medications as people get older. What we see is that the numbers of certain classes of drugs, the prescriptions of certain classes of drugs have actually decreased, which is a good thing to see. The overall number has not gone up. And I think more importantly, the report is helping people just to focus on and remember that as medications are used in people as they get older, we need to be continually thinking about what we're doing and reevaluating whether or not we're still uh, doing what's most appropriate. All right. Good advice. Definitely. Uh, Dr. Silvius, we'll leave it there. But thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.